How we doing boys and girls welcome 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 back i hope everyone's doing amazing i hope everyone's having a good day this is awkward kids the podcast i am your host operator 16 i'm a poet i'm a blogger i'm a rapper and this is where we sit down and talk about everything going on in my awkward little world we, we talk about a lot of hip-hop we throw in a little k-pop a little mental health and that's our family i hope you guys are doing well i hope you guys have enjoyed your week um i believe we're gonna make mondays just our day i believe that with my schedule and um and with everything that i have going on currently i really believe that mondays are going to be our our days to kind of sit down and talk and um just kind of do this um with my music growing and my career finally looking more of uh, actual reality and less of a dream I believe it's something that we could tangibly do. Um, granted, you like you guys know I'm an artist, so that all depends on schedule and everything else I, I, I have going on. But Mondays, 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 Mondays will be our day. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a few days because there's just so much going on in the culture right now. And there's so much... That I believe that we as a people need to talk about. Um, but before we get started, guys, be, be, before we do anything, y'all know what I say. Y'all know how I get down. We say it every single week, every time we get to, together. So no matter where y'all, if you're in your car, you're listening at home, next to your girl, next to your friends, let them know mental health is wealth. Please take care of yourself every single day. I was just up till 2 or 3 a.m. last night helping one of my long term friends who was having a you know a rough couple of months you know and dealing with some trauma from from the past and i you know and i and i do that for anybody i've done it for many people um a lot of people consider me to be one of the better mental health stories you'll ever hear based off of where i am now and and where i came from and that kind of energy and and love and support for people I, I will always give personally be, 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 because I know what it's like to have to sit in hospitals with pills and doctors who don't know you and just want to pump you full of things and having to try to explain to people that you're not crazy you're just going through a lot of e- e- emotions and people looking at you like you're stupid and, and don't know so I've been there I, I, I know what the mental health struggle like really feels like so that's why I always sit down and tell you guys mental health is wealth be, be because a it's a 
it's a it's the it's it's the driving thing behind why I do all of this. If you look at like um, go on Apple Music or Title, and you look at what I name my music, it's it is it, it, called Mental Kid Music or Mental Kids Music because everything is done through the perspective of mental illness. Even my name, Operator Sixteen, is literally tied into mental health. So everything I do is is through that lens. That's why I always scream at guys. So please take take care of yourself take the time that you need every single day to to meditate breathe get rid of those those demons and just try to be happy all right uh church announcement church announcements thank you all for the love of mass freestyle every day i hear something from one of one of you guys about how great it is how dope it is um almost at seventeen thousand streams almost at six thousand monthly listeners right now um it's crazy i don't know how far this song is going to go but uh right now the the goal by the end of the year is a hundred thousand streams if i could do that I, I i think i'm starting to turn some heads so um it's definitely been fun so yeah thank you uh thank you to everyone in dallas i've i've grown a lot in dallas recently which is crazy because i was, I was actually born in dallas texas so for the number one city to to, to be a place i was born that's really cool. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Be on the lookout for the next single, Empty Rooms, dropping real soon. I, I was going to drop it like late May, but due to like the, the uh, success of uh, uh, Mass Freestyle and due to the, the everything that we got going on, uh, I'm probably going to drop it probably early May or like mid-May before I go to New York, which we'll get into that in a second. So yeah, be on the lookout for next single empty rooms will be out very very soon. Um, just you know everything with that. We got the movie coming out late this year, early next year. Poetry book next year. More music. Um, EP drops late this year. Little self, big shelf, a operator sixteen story. Very excited for you all to hear. Very excited for you all to. To experience chapter one of the the story with me there's a lot of stories i've never told anyone things i don't talk about that just make my life story one in a million and i had to realize that i sit down and realize that i have a million dollar life story that's not me me being cocky that's what a multi-millionaire hollywood pro, pro, producer has told me all right so I just sit down and put together these stories and let people know, like, this is really a, you know, a different kind of life. So that's all I got. Stop talking about myself. First off, before we get into hip hop, let's start off with, with a little K-pop time. Y'all know I'm a huge BTS fan. What up to my BTS army all around the world? I purple each and every one of y'all. Super excited for this BTS album on Friday. Y'all know I'm a huge BTS fan. I will be at both concerts at, in, um, in Medlife at midlife excuse me um in new jersey um in may 18th and 19th so if you're in the new jersey new york area you would like to meet up work talk just hang out you know see see what i'm about please uh email me at hiphop 16 media at gmail.com we can link up talk schedule something everything is is available to be worked out very excited about that but they just dropped the the uh, teaser uh, if you don't know, like, like K-pop is really big on teasers, and I reason why I and I, I tell people all the time, the reason why I talk about K-pop on here, as long as hip-hop is because y'all, literally K-pop pulls from hip-hop, and I believe that that hip-hop can can learn a little something about art artistic 
viewer viewing, meaning like taking your your art visually to the next level from K-pop. So shout out to BTS, dropped the comeback trailer for uh, for the lead single with Hazley, which is huge because Hazley's like one of the biggest artists right now. So you know it's it's going to get a lot of good spins. Um, they're also going to be on Saturday Night Live this, this weekend actually, which is also huge. K-pop is coming, guys. And you guys need need to be aware of that it's going to be mainstream here in America very very soon, and it will bring the return of boy bands and you know and and and, and girl bands and I kind of really really like that in my music I'm really really excited for it so shout out to to, to BTS really looking forward to hearing the lead single with Hazley um so it is very 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 exciting times. What about say um awkwardness because I lost my train of thought. Okay, let's get into some hip hop. Now that we're done with our K-pop. Once again, look out for that new BTS album Friday. Super excited to hear it. Let's start off with a uh, young Kodak Black, bruh. <sighs> listen, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Alright. Take off my my glasses to explain this. I like Kodak. I like Kodak Black. I like his personality. I like his music. I'm a huge Kodak Black fan, admittedly. But I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. The the his music does not condone his actions. And as an artist and, and a blogger, I can't just separate the man from the music anymore. With, with a lot of people, I I can, and a lot of people I can sit sit down and kind of say, well, you, you know, it's it's you know, it's just this or it's just that, and and not really let it like affect me. But um, but with Kodak, it's just like. For him to say what what he said, and if you don't know, guys, um, obviously the entire King community knows that we we lost Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to the young great Nipsey Hussle who died at at thirty three. By the way, Nipsey went down talking shit. Like if if y'all read on TMZ, read what Nipsey said. Like after he got shot, Nipsey was on the realest walking, bro. Cause I damn sure ain't saying that after I got shot, but. Well, I never been shot, but if I ever get shot, I know I damn sure ain't, ain't saying that. But um, yeah, so you know we just lost Nipsey, and obviously Lauren London is grieving, and she's trying to you know cope with life changing, and and how do you deal with the sudden passing of the person who you thought you'd spend the rest of your life with? Like, like, like that's a very that's a very hard thing to to cope with. And I don't know if he was drunk or high. I mean, there was obviously like weed in the background, and but um. Kodak Black was on Instagram Live, and he decides to tell people that pretty much he is going to give Lauren London about a year to like cry it all out, and then he's going to shoot his shot. Which, look, bro, I'm gonna tell you one thing. As my mother always tells me, always tells me right now, big, 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 because she knows I'm super outspoken. You know, I'm opinionated like Kodak Black. She, she says every thought you have does not need to be spoken out loud. And that's one Kodak should have kept to himself. That that was one 
Kodak should have probably realized it was not a smart idea to mention the fiance or wife or girlfriend. I'm not really sure what Lauren was, but the significant other of a rapper who was a a supporter of of yours and B had just passed away due to gun violence. And to the people who want to kind of excuse, like say, oh, well, 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 he was talking about Nipsey inspired him, da da da. You one, okay. So him saying Nipsey inspired him or that Nipsey like did this and that for him doesn't does not excuse Kodak Black saying all the other effed up things that he said after he said what he said about Lauren London. And the reason why people like Ti. I'm in, I'm in the game, which shout out to both of them. G checked him in public is because this was done in public. See, if you see when when you start moving in this industry, you start figuring out how these niggas work and how these niggas move and, and shit like that. You start to realize that things like this are only handled in public be because that's how motherfuckers like Kodak get get the point. Yeah, we probably could have went but behind the scenes and and not said something to Kodak and kind of like made it, you know, a different story or whatever. But Kodak wouldn't have like gotten that. Like he would have definitely kept. Kodak wouldn't have got the significance of it if he wasn't being so publicly g checked. And even your apology was 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 kind of stupid, but. Because basically, when Kodak Black apologized, he apologized, but then said, yeah, but I didn't really, like, disrespect him, like, like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, just trying to excuse what he said instead of owning what he, he said. And that let me know that, A, Kodak Black is still extremely immature and that money and, and, and success have not brought that. Which I'm not saying that they have to right away for everyone but you would think that someone who's been through so much like kodak has and, and should be in jail and might be in jail uh, uh soon for sexual assault and things of of that nature you, you would think someone who is that blessed to still be out here making money and and have a career would simply stop talking sometimes but it seems like kodak black is really determined to just dig himself in the biggest grave possible so you know what we're gonna let you do it homie we're gonna let you dig that grave you digging by yourself and uh yeah i don't really know what else to say i you know i said something on you know in the shade room last night and you know you can always go scroll through their posts about kodak's concert last night and read my comment which got like you know like eight thousand likes but that that's kind of how i felt about it you know um People just kind of get to a point in success and money where they believe they can say anything about anyone. And I never have gotten that. I've, I've never understood why people feel the need to, to, to just say and do things for the sole purpose just to cause headlines. Stupid. But um, prayers up for Lauren. Prayers up for Nipsey. Um, just the whole situation just makes me angry. It makes me sad. It makes me... um makes me question do I want to be a rapper like everything but we keep it pushing Whew. Oh, let's take a little break I'll be back in a minute and we're back sorry I had to um, figure out what I want to talk about next cause here's the thing 
Outside of Nipsey, it's been a pretty slow news week. It's been a pretty slow news cycle in general recently. Um, nothing really a lot to talk about. Um, by the way, if you guys haven't heard that that little Nas X Billy Ray Cyrus uh, remix, man, y'all have got to to hear that man it is amazing man my man little nas x is probably my biggest inspiration right now he'll and he'll never hear my my little podcast <laughs> but he is amazing this man made a whole genre of music and he infused two very well already known genres to do that that is artistry and the reason why they they can't take it is be is because he literally made country trap. That's all it is, guys. It's trap music that's gone country, and it's different. It's it's fresh. Like it's something that you can vibe to and and, and listen to. And and Billy Ray just has that 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 voice that just hits that beat so hard. Like to see a young black man have the number one song. In the world, and by the way, guys, if you don't know, that song is going to be like number one next week in the whole country. Probably like, song is everywhere. It was like it was the number one trending video video on YouTube for like three straight days. So just crazy. Um, I think it's doing like three million streams a day on Spotify. Like wild numbers, bro. Wild numbers. So I think it's cool. Um, shout out to Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus for. For showing the Billboard charts what what good music is, showing them that that artists don't put their music in a box. We just make box that we just make art, and you know we and other people put it in in boxes and and categorize it to to uh, try to make it you know fit into whatever they want it to fit in. So Old Town Road all year long that remix is so dope. My biggest con- concern from here from, for him though, excuse me, I can't talk today. My biggest concern for him is that I want him to figure out what's next. And I've heard a couple snippets of you know uh, of some songs that he has, and they're very very good. I'm just saying like. But they aren't the country vibe that 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 he's gotten into, and and my thing is that are you you know I don't want him to be become bigger than than like what he is, you know what I'm saying? Because people should know your name and your song, not just your song. And 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 if you become just a, a song, they have to keep doing things over and over again like that song just to keep people interested. So hopefully, Little Nas X continues this this dope uh streak of music you definitely got my support you got most of hip-hop support i never seen so many black people l- listen to a country song a day in my goddamn life it's been amazing super happy for him and and when people like like little when, when people like little nas x win we every creative wins because it it puts it makes us all look better it makes us all shine just a little differently. Like, oh yeah, like look at us. Like, especially the the black ones. Like, when people like Lil Nas X break into different lanes, music music wise, it lets us know. Oh well, shit. Maybe I can add a little country to my shit and and see where it takes me. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it 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 does that for people like us. So shout out to him, man. 
Uh, you know, it must be nice to just be out here free making music like Little Nas X is. So, speaking of free, free Uzi. You know the free Uzi movement been been going on for a while. Um, we had Uzi back with the free Uzi song that that was up on streaming platforms for like a hot second, but apparently like it was a G Herbo beat that was never cleared. He, um, even though the producer of the song said he had one hundred percent clearance to actually use it, but anyway, so we got the 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 free Uzi song and video, amazing. And then uh, it was announced yesterday, randomly, like in the middle of the afternoon, by DJ Drama, that um, there would be two new Uzi songs dropping today at noon. And here's my thing about that. Why did it take Jay-Z stepping in before we got new Uzi music? Like, Drama keeps saying that, that Uzi wasn't locked up and Uzi wasn't free and it was all on Uzi, but it's like... If Uzi was free, why didn't anything change? And why didn't we start getting music until Jay-Z stepped in? You see what I'm saying? Also, if you knew the, the contract that, that Uzi is in, first of all, you would smack this man and say, who told you to sign this? But see, I get it. Because at, at the time that you signed this, you never thought you would be this big. And and see, that's how they they get you. They find talent that they know doesn't think they'll ever get super big, um, even though they know that it'll probably um, happen. And they find artists who who don't know contract and, and don't know anything and just say, here's $50,000. Um, and because you're broke as shit and you've never had 50 bands a, a day in your fucking life, you're, you're going to take that shit and most likely sign that that deal and, and not read any of it. So now that Uzi has like a, one of the shittiest deals, I, I mean, I literally, I've... From what I've read about Uzi's record deal, it is one of the most terrible deals out there. Like, I don't know who told this man to sign this. Do you know this man sees less than 20% of the money he actually makes off his music? 20%, bro. Meanwhile, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, just did 65,000 albums post-thumbness, and he's about to... See, one hundred percent of the money off that, or his family is, because he owns all his masters. Let me tell you guys a little something. Lil Uzi Vert's EXO Toy Life Three. I don't really care if you cry. That made that made his his label over five million bucks. You know how much money he got off of it? One. One million bucks. Which isn't which isn't like a small chunk of change. I understand like like understand. That people like Uzi, yeah, they seem like they're popping and, and they're in the spotlight. They've got all the money and the success. And yeah, it looks good. It looks so great, right? But behind the scenes, he's still getting fucked over because he, he's, he's in a super bad contract. And that's why he's saying free Uzi be because it's kind of like a worker's stall, I guess you could say. Like, oh, like. Like, 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 we want better pay and we want, you know how, when, you know, union workers will like strike if their company's not not giving them what they want same thing with uzi uzi is just on strike because he's not he realizes that his deal is crap and that he should have done it 
and that's my advice to anyone. Like, yes, I'm like I so, said, you know, working with 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 labels is fun, and I've you know been blessed to be offered a couple of record contracts already, and I've you know worked with with a few labels like small, but it's like they drain you of creativity. Everything is about money. A lot of them tell you when you can and and can't drop music. And, 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 and they want to put you um, in these bullshit-ass deals like that. Like, who is... I just don't get it, bro. Like, who told Uzi to sign this, this deal? Guys, please own your masters, my niggas. Like, you have to own your your masters. It, if you get nothing else from anything you ever learned from me, I want you to learn to own your masters, Okay. And you can't own 100% them right away, guys. At least stay independent until you can work for like a 50-50 split or like a 60-40 split, something. But but do not let these, these companies take 80% of what you make. Like, for what? You don't need them. They need you. Okay? Period. Let's move on, though. Um... I don't really talk about NBA Youngboy much. I'm not a big NBA Youngboy fan, but just a little update. If you guys remember a few months ago, NBA Young NBA Youngboy was right here in Atlanta. He and his baby mama were in a hotel, and I believe like they were like smoking, chilling, whatever. And you know, someone smelled it, and I uh, and I guess they like got into an argument, and, and like cops were called. That's a very like brief summary of what happened. But um, he was charged with um, drug possession. I know you're thinking, Chase, that's a marijuana, like it's a misdemeanor. It's not much. Why are you talking about this? I'm talking about it because of what it could bring, because of what it could bring for NBA Youngboy. See, NBA Youngboy is still on probation for a whole nother case. And sometimes they don't care that it's a misdemeanor or, 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 or that it, it, it's something small. The, the, the fact that you were arrested and now formally charged while on probation in another case could trigger a probation violation and put NBA Youngboy back in jail. So I just don't understand why these rappers can't stop getting in trouble. Like, if you know you're on probation, if you know you that you and your baby mama got issues and, and you and your baby mama always argue, why not just, like, take it somewhere else? And, and why not just, I don't know, maybe just, um, I don't know, just, just, just make sure like, like you, that you're in a safe space where, where nothing can, can happen. I feel like the same rappers constantly get caught up in, in the same shit, like NBA Youngboy and Kodak Black, like every couple months I gotta hear about some new charge or some, some they tripping or, you know, and you know, I'm just, I just don't understand why it's always the same people, but we should keep an eye out. On that, just just letting you guys know that's a story that I'm looking for. Um, probably give you guys more info on that next week. Last but not least, I want to spend a few minutes um, on rapper beef and and why I believe the art of rap beef is is just no longer really there. I'm scrolling through tw- Instagram last night, not Twitter because I'm still currently suspended on Twitter. Fuck ass niggas. Um, I'm cutting there. I'm, I'm scrolling through my Instagram timeline, and I see that rappers M- MGK and G Easy are back friends. And these people who dropped diss records to each other last year, and 
you know, and you know, MGK was uh, just just dead set on the fact that Jeezy was was mad because he fucked his girlfriend um, Hazley or ex girlfriend uh, um, at the time, and so it's just like. I was like, okay, you know, white, white, white rapper beef is what? White rapper beef is already so funny. It's definitely one of those things that, that just makes me like, oh my god, because it, it it always seems so corny, but it's really past just white rapper beef. We 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 look at beefs like MGK versus G Easy or Meek Mill versus Drake or just any of these beefs in rap recently you you notice a growing trend they all seem to be buddy buddy again and that's what i saw last night on my instagram with g easy amgk they're out there in in vegas you know partying it up and tapping it up like they wasn't at each other's throats last year and same thing with with drake and meek mill and and all these other rappers and all these other rappers recently like they just diss people and then a few months later they back being cool like where is the art form of saying F that motherfucker? I don't like him forever. I ain't I ain't saying you gotta like fight the man or 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 or, or, or wanna kill him or nothing, but but I believe there's something to be said about the art of the art of successfully not giving a fuck about other musicians. And me for one would like to see our culture get back to just some some good healthy long lasting rap beef that doesn't turn out to just be two friends um, having a tit for tat with each other and I feel like that's what everything has been recently with beefs it's just two friends who are having a pissing contest rather than like the good battle of and in the glory of when two rappers go go head to head and like lyrically just tell it just tear each other up so that's our show for this week, guys. Thank you for spending 30 minutes of your life with me. If you guys do not know, I am Operator16. I'm a poet. I'm a blogger. I'm a songwriter. And, and, and I'm an awkward kid. And this is my podcast. Please like, subscribe, share with with your friends. As Monday, Mondays are our days, guys. We have finally established a day of the week. I am very excited. Mondays are our day. I love you all. You are my family. Mental health is wealth. I will see you guys next week. I thought about you in the wind the other night. You must have felt it. You say to let it go. You ought to know I couldn't help it. Ooh, you know I'd rather love a lie than say goodbye. Fuck a selfie. After all I doubt it.
Boys and girls, how we doing? Welcome back to Awkward Kids, the podcast. I am your host, Operator 16. If you do not know, I am a poet, I'm a blogger, I'm a rapper, I'm an artist. And this is where we come combine everything in my awkward, crazy little world, hip-hop, K-pop, current events, and we just sit down and have a good time. How's everyone doing? My apologies for being a few days late this week. Um, I wasn't feeling well on Monday. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know I have a horrible stomach issue, so you know that I can't always be here on days that I want to be here, but I am here as much as I can, making this a weekly thing. Um, shout out to our artist of the week. His name is Clever. You can find him on Instagram at who is clever. Same thing on Twitter at who is clever. I guess you could say Clever is a um, is technically like the the next hip hop industry plant. Um, you he didn't really have a lot of music out underneath Clever. He did release a lot of music underneath another name. I, I guess as like a rock artist or guitarist and, um, and you know this happens to a lot of people in other genres of music you know they kind of drift into this lane and you know they get the the connections and the money to start making a name for yourself i.e. how he ended up on Juice World's debut album with literally no music out under the name Clever but anyway um, I don't necessarily consider him just an industry plan because I feel like that comes with the label of not being talented and and Clever's a very talented guy, so shout out to Clever. He's uh, retweeted me like once or twice and commented on a pic of mine. So shout out to uh, Clever. How are you all doing this week? How has everyone been? Crazy, 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 crazy time in everyone's life, I'm sure, as it always is. New music soon. You know, we always got to start with a few things about myself. Uh, music announcement soon, 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 soon. Possibly Friday or Saturday, we shall be announcing uh, the next music. Lots of things going on this year as always guys before we start before we dive into everything going on in my crazy little awkward world you guys know what we say you know what we do you know how we get down say it with me no matter where you are mental health is wealth guys please take care of yourself take moments every single day to make sure that your health is good make sure that you're feeling right make sure that everything going on in your life has you feeling at least positive about what's going on i always tell people life will not always be peaches and roses but you can make sure life is always moving in a positive direction all right lots to talk about this 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 week but 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 before we get started on hip-hop i would like to take a few moments to talk about bts shout out to to the bang tang boys they were literally just named this morning one of time 100's most influential people of the year not shocked um if you follow bts if you follow k-pop if 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 you follow you know music you know these these boys are a going to be mainstream in america very very soon they they just dropped their latest project uh map of the soul persona which by the way will be the number one album in the country next next week i think it's uh predicted to do between two hundred thousand and uh about 250 um total sales week week one which knowing the army which is what their fan base is, is called um it's probably like 150 of that is probably like pure sales so tells you like the power of 
of these guys. But uh, yes, they just released their new project, Map of the Soul Persona. They have a feature with Halsey. Now, if you guys don't know who Halsey is, um, because you're into hip-hop, she dated g Easy for for a while. So there's your link. Um, but yeah, beautiful new new albums. Only seven songs, kind of in that Kanye that Kanye bubble of new albums are technically short as EPs, but are considered albums. Um, seven songs, 26 minutes, but when you listen to a BTS project, I don't hear it as K-pop. I just hear it as good music. And, and I've never been so okay listening to people in a different language. Growing up, I always was kind of in that narrow-minded bubble of thinking that I couldn't enjoy music in other languages and then I discovered BTS and discovered they rap and they love hip hop and they, you know, and they're, co- 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 excuse me, Korean. And I just really fell in love with how they craft stories. Um, me and the lead, lead, I guess you could say leader of the group, Namjoon, um, our birthday is only like four days apart. So, so we really think on like that kind of a Virgo wavelength. I love that these guys put their fans first they always think about you know what their fans are going to enjoy because people a, a, a lot of artists in the industry forget that without a solid fan base you know you can't do do much and even when this industry says f you and tries to shun you a solid fan base can do more for you than just about anything so i think that's always important to remember but if you like rap if you like good singing if you like um music with a message of loving yourself and uplifting your your, yourself and loving and loving people around you and 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 simply being a better person in this world i highly suggest you listen to bts there's a reason why these guys were just named one of the time 100 most influential people of um of the year there's a reason why these guys um sold out huge stadiums all around the world in two hours or, or less you know 60 to 80,000 seat stadiums and most people coming to these concerts won't speak the actual language that that they're going to be singing and there's a reason why these guys are the largest social media fan but there's a reason why k-pop is now becoming mainstream in America as you've seen with um, Blackpink doing Coachella and BTS and NCT 127 being on Good Good Morning America like K-pop is slowly becoming normalized in American culture and a lot of that has to do with BTS which I'm not saying they're, they paved the way necessarily we say that jokingly in the army life but, but I do understand that BTS opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people so shout out to the Bang Tang boys shout out to uh, the Purple Army shout out to all my mutuals out there um, I, I purple each and every last goddamn one of you um, I will be speaking to BTS I will be at the Med Life concerts May 18th and May 19th um also, if you're in the NYC area and would like to link up and talk and maybe do a little business, you know, let's let's um, let's do it. Um, also, might be in Dallas in June. Not sure about that. It depends on how everything goes. Um, and yeah, that's my K-pop moments for the week. Wanted to, you know, always try to give you guys good stuff outside of just hip hop to talk about. And 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 like I said, it's 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 not just BTS. It's also Blackpink who just did. Coachella becoming the first Korean 
act or group to ever be at Code Coachella. And speaking of Coach Code Coachella, um, it was really bad this year. And as technology has moved forward, Coachella is no longer the social media mystery that it was a few years ago. And what I mean by that is that back in 2013 to 14, when when Coachella started to really become popular thanks to the Frank Ocean song, you know, Novocaine, where he famously references Coachella, it always seemed like Coachella was just something that, like, like white artsy people went to and posted, like, dope pictures on social media, but you never really, like, actually saw video from it or like heard music you just knew like it was a really dope festival but as we move into 2000 like the late to you know 2018 2019 technology is is you know at all-time high and you could reach people really easily so so now coach coach hella had this own youtube page and you can like watch this live stream and few things I noticed about this year's Co- Coachella. One, there were a lot of acts this year that even I had had never heard of. And and look, I understand that you that you can be successful as an artist and no and you know a lot of people haven't heard of you. I get that. I get it. But still, a lot of these acts I had never heard of to the point where there was days where I was like, oh, there's no point in even me watching this this whole entire channel because if you go on Coachella's YouTube page, they have three separate channels of, of live stages. And I couldn't even, and there was one channel that completely had a whole bunch of artists I had never heard of. Like, literally had never heard of one of these artists. That's one thing. Two, the festival's not set up for you to really enjoy any experience. Meaning, I do not understand how someone is supposed to enjoy a festival which in theory uh um which in theory should be about essentially going to multiple concerts at once that's what a festival a music festival is it's supposed to be the idea that that you're attending multiple concerts at once how am i supposed to do that when there's 50,000 people crammed into a childish Gambino tent and then across the park is a whole nother concert that will take me an hour and a half to even walk to because there's so many people like it looks cramped it looks crowded also a lot of the performances this this year did not sound good like audio was an issue um I guess I was just expecting more on the production side from Coachella and maybe that's me being being naive because I've never really been to music festivals I have social anxiety don't like being around a lot of people I'm braving a BTS concert because I love BTS and I'll be with like my mutuals who obviously like help me and you know I, I won't be like super out of it by myself but you do understand like I don't like big crowds like like that and furthermore if i'm going to venture out into a big crowd if i'm going to put myself out there and say hey like let's go and do coachella or something i would like for it to at least sound great and for there to be more than just two or three acts that i really wanted to to see but it wasn't all bad um i like the fact that that ariana grande brought out nsync even though justin timberlake wasn't there shocking um um Division had a really good performance. I saw that. Um, who else did I see? Blackpink um, did did very well. If you don't know who Blackpink are, they are, I would say, outside of BTS, probably the 
the, the, the most popular K-pop group right now in America, um, which is saying something be, because BTS hasn't even done like Coachella yet. So the fact that like that like Blackpink did it first shows like it's it's not just BTS who is growing in America as a um, um, as a K-pop or if you don't know what that means, it's Korean popular music. It shows that it's also people in that genre. They had a really good performance and they were honestly more artistic than a lot of these motherfuckers out out here i just feel like we as a culture not just in hip-hop i think we as a culture in general um could 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 definitely just benefit from i would say um devaluing coachella a little bit and just putting it into its place as a semi-good music festival like it's like the grammys coachella is the grammys of festivals damn i just thought of that that is freaking perfect coachella is the grammys of music festivals like yeah it's cool it's big performing there is like a really big deal but in the end like it doesn't really push the culture forward in any significant way and that's all i'm time to spend on the grammys i don't feel like doing all this um Shout out to Tiger Woods for winning the Masters. I was at work, and I saw he was. I saw all weekend. Let me let me back up. So as you all know, Tiger Woods won the Masters this this past Sunday. His uh, first Masters win in eleven years, fifth Green Jacket overall, puts him f- three behind Jack Nicklaus for the all time record. And I remember growing up because I'm I'm 26, so I obviously remember this, but. I remember when Tiger Woods was the biggest athlete in the world. Like, I remember there was a time where Tiger Woods was, like, LeBron James-esque in, in how he was seen in culture and in sports. And to watch the fall of him was really hard because as a young black man who grew up in the suburbs, who wasn't a thug, who who obviously wasn't... Um, I always tell people it's like Earl Sweatshirt said, too white for the black kids and too black for the white. Um... Um, you know, I was kind of in that gray area. So, so watching people like Tiger, who 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 were black men who were so different, like myself, growing up was like really cool to me. And to watch him win this Sunday brought me back to that childhood experience of watching Tiger just dominate and knowing how the whole country stops when 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 Tiger wins. He was trending multiple different hashtags on 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 social media espn every major outlet was was talking about golf they don't talk about golf at all if if tiger's not not winning i saw black people turning off nba games to to go and watch tiger woods play golf the impact that tiger woods has on on the world even after all the controversy and all the shit he's been through, I believe shows you the power of people. And it shows you the power of how if you can simply weather the storm through all the bad times, that there is something to be said about the victory. So shout out to Tiger Woods winning the Masters. Literally, um... (laughs) Some of my coworkers were like 18, 19, obviously, you know, born in this era. They don't even know who Tiger Woods really is. So that's why it's such a big deal for a lot of people. 
late twenties, thirties, and above is it is because we really know when Tiger was like at 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 the top, saw the fall, and 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 are now seeing the rise of Tiger again at forty three, which which is crazy. And please don't tell me golf is not a real sport. You go out there and try to hit that shit. That shit hard, harder than it looks. So shout out to Tiger. I don't even know what to talk about this week be, 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 because this culture of hip-hop and music just like goes up and down so much. So uh, I woke up this morning and I told myself I was going to talk about Laura Ingram. I told myself we were, that we were going to sit down and discuss Laura Ingram, but we're not going to. I refuse to give people who are obviously racist and who are obviously trying to get a reaction out of a culture I refuse to 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 feed into that. Yes, she obviously disrespected Nipsey Hussle, but had we the black media outlets not pushed that agenda, I wouldn't have had even noticed Laura Ingram said anything. I wouldn't have even known about it. And so I'm just like, why do we do this? Why? Why do we continuously? push people in our culture who don't give a damn about us why because we know that the outrage brings clicks and likes and views well i'm gonna get away from that so that's all i'm gonna say laura ingram you have a good day woke up this morning to a beyonce surprise album what a segue that is but it's true and you know um because through my time in in k-pop i'm obviously on stan twitter so i obviously so i know how like the stan twitter game works and i just got on twitter and saw beyonce which was, was trending i was like and i thought it was her 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 homecoming documentary with netflix which i had kind of seen being 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 edited be, behind the scenes because i work with um work with some i guess you could say i follow some good people on social media so i saw some some behind the scenes of it being like edited and so i knew that was coming but i didn't expect the whole coachella set from last year to come out as an album and i'm not a big fan of of live albums one a, a lot of them don't sound great two they're usually just a huge marketing and money grab and three i just don't care to hear 40 minutes or 40 songs excuse me of a beyonce set from last year sorry like i'm i'm not a big beyonce fan i have, i have nothing against beyonce i i support beyonce love beyonce i would never say anything bad about beyonce beyonce's music is just not for me period so i'm not overly excited about it but it does let me to believe why is beyonce dropping random albums in the middle of the week because that's not a you you don't do that if there isn't an anticipation of something else coming because live albums this isn't new music it's just literally all recordings from a set that's been on youtube for for a year so you can't say that beyonce needs the streams or the money that's clearly not true so why is beyonce dropping random live albums in, in the middle of the week Leads me to believe there's more coming. So we'll say stay tuned. Um, shout out to um, to the Beehive. They are a sister family of uh, Purple Army, the uh, BTS fan base. So I always so, so, so support them. They support us. We support them. It's a big supporting family in theory on Stan Twitter. In theory, doesn't always work that way on on 
on on Twitter. Does anyone officially know what contemplates as um, as an A side or a B side record? And I'm asking this because of the fact that Jay Z announced like a B sides con 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 concert, and to me, a a, a a side record is anything that that you're marketing, that you're pushing out there as a single radio. Like those are the records that 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 you generally want everyone to 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 know and to me a b-side is more of like the extended album version of radio songs um like the the deep cuts that that you maybe just kind of throw out there but really don't end up on any project to me those are b-sides but i was listening to 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 the joe budden podcast that i do twice a week and and i realized that there is no real strict definition of what an a-side record or what a b-side record is and it's something that is constantly debated about even i you know i've been writing songs for over half my life i can safely say that i um safely say that that i don't consider myself an amateur anymore i consider my my myself a budding professional songwriter and I just still don't know what the hell a A side or a B side record is. But if I was in New York at 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 the time of this concert, I I would definitely go because I feel like I would hear more of the definition of what an A side and what a B side is. So that's our show for this week. I know it's kind of shorter than than what we usually do. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! How could I forget one last topic? One last topic I want to cover, guys. One last topic: Ti versus Kodak Black. I'm not spending a lot of time on this. I'm just gonna say this is becoming more than 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 what it should have been. Yes, I publicly criticized Kodak Black last week because when you make public clown statements, they deserve to get handled in public. See, I don't believe handling things be behind closed doors if you were bold enough to to show your ass in public if you're going to show your ass in in public i'm going to handle you in public period that's called a balance of karma in my life but regardless ti said 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 something kodak responded back and now kodak is throwing kids and wife into it and see young man when you start to 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 do that and in, in, in hip hop, it no longer be, becomes about music or, or more about what you said about Lauren London in relation to Nipsey Hussle's death. Because that's how this all started. Now it's about you disrespecting my kids and I mean, I mean my wife. And that's how people die. That's how your homies get shot. That's how labels and brands say, well, you know what? We're not trying to mess with, with, with him because he brings so much negativity. So I hope for, for both of their sakes that T.I. lets... Kodak Black drop all the little diss songs that 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 he wants to. I hope you allow this to all just die because I don't want to see it get any further than what it looks like it's going to to already get to. All right, and that's our show for this week. Let me try that again. I have a stuttering problem. In case none of you know, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe to the podcast. Make sure y'all y'all go follow me on my new Twitter. Thanks to my old one getting suspended at Operator1692. All one word. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter at Opera. 
Raider underscore 16. That is my uh, personal blogging page. If you want to follow my, my personal artist page, it's at Operator underscore 16 underscore. And make sure you follow the media page at Hip Hop 16 Media. I purple you. I love you. you. You all mental health is well. Please take care of yourself. I'll be back soon. Peace. Welcome back to Awkward Kids, the podcast. I am your host, Operator16. This is where we talk about everything going on in my awkward little life. Hip-hop, K-pop, mental health, all wrapped up into one. If you don't know by now, I am a poet. Um, I am a blogger. I am a songwriter. And I'm an artist myself. So really, this is a place where we talk about music. It's a place where artists connect with an artist himself. I realized when I started blogging that there's so many... There's so many artists out there who are unwilling to sit down and have conversations because they're forced to talk to people who don't really understand, like, the life of an artist. So, this is what my platform is for. My platform is is supposed to be artists connected with another artist, and I can put you guys out there better than probably most people be, be because I am one of you. See how a lot of bloggers and people who cover this game are not entertainers they are not people who who generally know um um they're not people who who generally know um the mind of an artist excuse me so when i sit down and i talk about an artist or i talk to about music hope you all are doing um that's something that Oh my god, horrible. Let me start over. So when I sit down and talk about music, I'm talking about it from not only a blogger's perspective, but someone who actually is very heavily involved in the process of making music. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. It is Monday, April the 22nd. Um, be very honest with you guys, it's going to not be a super long podcast today. There's not a lot to talk about. Um, very, very slow first quarter of music and just not a lot going on with Coachella and uh, things like that. So, um, but before we get into all that, before we get into that, hope you guys enjoyed the song um, that is by Solo91. It's called Winslow. You you can find it on his debut album, Love Me Now, Not Later. Um, Kind of a play on the old uh, Drake title, if you ask me, but... uh, you know, solo. I don't know how he feels about Drake, so I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's my it's by Solo ninety one. 
Um, and, and we're gonna dive into that 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 entire um, project later. But Solo was twenty six. Comes from the greater Atlanta area. And um and, and if you really just kind of like people who are still trying to make actual hip hop, I will tell you you're going to love him, and I'll explain to you later. But yes, that is Solo ninety one. You can find that song Winslow on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go support my brother, my homie. Been down with me for a long time. Um, known that cat since I was. Literally probably like 18, 19. Um, so to see us both in this music game, kind of getting there, it's wild. But looking back on it, we both kind of know this this shit would happen eventually. So hope you're all doing well. Announcements for myself. Keep streaming, liking, and sharing Math Freestyle. Almost at 25,000 streams. Thank you so very much. You, you guys are amazing for that. New music, new music on the way very, very soon. Super freaking happy to announce this new music. Life of Sam officially comes out May 3rd. Very, very happy for you all to hear it. Life of Sam is a song that I wrote for a friend of mine um, who I lost. He's still alive as far as I know, but... Hasn't been in my life for a few years now, thanks to mental illness and what it did to him. And I was just kind of like at a place where it was very hard, and it was, and it was, it was frustrating to deal with, and I didn't know how to deal with it at all. So my sister told me, "Hey, write a song, kind of deal with it." Wrote a song. Song turned into a re song turned into actually like recording the song and. um the song is dope. It's got a dope ass sample on it, which um, you know, I'm not Juice World. I like to, you know, try to get those cleared. So hopefully, um, hopefully distribution and all the other good shit doesn't fuck with with me because of that. But yes, Life of Sam will be out May 3rd on all streaming platforms. Happy to say that. Um, and after that, we're getting up for the summer. Lots of new music coming soon. Projects, projects, projects coming this fall, that's early next year. Y'all know about that. I will be in the NYC area May 17th through the 20th. Might be in Dallas in June, maybe. And um, maybe in Alaska for my birthday. We'll see. But those are all the church announcements, guys. Now, before we get into breaking down our artist of the week, who is Solo91, once again, that song that you heard at the beginning of the podcast it's called Winslow, and it's found on all streaming platforms. But before we get into that, let's quickly break down our hip-hop headlines of the week. Once again, it's been a pretty slow few weeks in, a, um, in the culture. And I told myself, and I told you guys, that I would sit down and do this like once a week. You, you, you Usually on Mondays, because with my schedule, that seems to be like the only day I can like consistently. Monday mornings are the only days I can actually probably consistently sit down and dedicate to this. So that's why I always pick Monday mornings. Um, besides the point. It's been a slow week in the park in this business so there's not a whole lot to actually talk about 
But we are going to talk about a few things. Um, first of all, let's talk about my favorite person to talk about recently, Kodak Black. As you guys remember, I did a whole podcast named F Kodak Black. Because as I love Kodak Black's music, as I love, you know, his kind of I don't give a F attitude, at times I'm simply over his disrespectfulness, his um, his way of going about things, his... His complete and, and utter lack of just seem to give a f about the multiple chances that he's been given in this world. So I, as people, I was like, I don't really care if he goes to jail. I don't care if he stays there or not. You know, um, this is someone who has a lot of serious charges coming up, and this is someone who clearly shows he doesn't care about people. So why should I care about you? But anyway, apparently, Kodak Black got arrested. I mean, he's out now, but. You know, for typical rapper shit, weed, guns, it's not anything major, you know, they you know, they didn't find a body in the trunk per per se. But but his reason his his reasoning for getting arrested was wild. So according to Kodak Black, um they were somewhere in, in um in the New England area. I I wanna say Boston, but who knows. Um they're supposed to be in Boston, but if you're this far north, you're clearly not in Boston. So, uh, apparently Kodak was driving to a show. I don't know why Kodak Black was still driving. But, and I don't say that to be like me. I say that to, to say that artists of Kodak Black's size generally don't drive them, them themselves to any venues or shows anymore. Usually have a team of people that does that. But, apparently he was driving to a show in Boston, got lost, ended up at the Canadian border... And naturally, they found all 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 the rapper shit, which is guns and um and weed, and you know he was charged, and they took the little bail, and hey, this was a normal person who didn't have a string of previous arrests. This probably wouldn't even be a, be a big deal, but because a he has a sexual assault case coming up, which if you read that you'll be horrified, um, and b if you understand. That that's someone who's who's done this before, and and it could trigger something. Cause I don't think he's on probation, but I, but I think he he he's on like supervised release. And one of the conditions was that, and one of the conditions is that you generally can't get arrested anymore. So I don't know what's gonna happen. But Kodak got got arrested for weed and guns, got out. Have no idea where that story is going to turn. I didn't even want to talk about it. It's literally just been that slow of a week like there's nothing to talk about this week at all but we are going to talk about this Beyonce thing so I'm sure if you guys know if you don't live underneath a rock Beyonce dropped a Netflix documentary called Homecoming along with um, a live album from her Coachella set and I haven't watched it I'm not a big Beyonce fan personally I don't care to watch things that, that that are Beyonce. I don't care to even invest my energy in that. Um, I, I do love the uh, Beehive. They are um, sister families to the K-pop group that I like, B, BTS. They support us. We, we support them. Um, so, you know, I am obviously a supporter of Beyonce, plus um, just because of, you know, my cousin and just some people who I know, you know, I'm who so people who I guess I can say people who I know who have worked 
either with her or close to people around here. So obviously I'm a supporter of Beyonce. Plus it's Beyonce. Like who doesn't support Beyonce? But I don't have any Beyonce music on my phone. I'm not like checking for 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 Beyonce music. I guess I, I should probably say that. However, however, I am very intrigued to to see this be, be, be because I follow a management page. Um, and one thing I've learned through blogging is that you don't have to follow artists or like their labels. You need to follow the, the people around them who really have inside access to stuff. So I saw a few clips of the Beyonce Homecoming being edited thanks to a management page who was in like in on the inside working on it. I've seen it happen. I've seen it like come together. And so and, and it's gonna be dope. Um Beyonce's level to attention to detail is amazing. The fact that this, this woman spent eight months preparing for Coachella just shows you like how much she cares about this and from what I've heard like every split second of this performance was like thought about from the perspective of performing and the perspective of um and the perspective of shooting it so that level of attention to detail i want to see um i also love how beyonce just randomly drops shit doesn't really tell people like, I've always loved that, because eventually I would love to get to that level of, like, artistry where I'm just able to drop shit randomly, don't have to promo it, because people just love me. So, um, I really want to check it out. I haven't yet, because I just haven't, but after listening to some, some people and even, like, non-Beyonce stands, I believe that's the huge things. The the huge thing with this new Beyonce Netflix um, homecoming documentary is that a lot of people a lot of people said it was moving and they're not even Beyonce like fans they don't really check for her for for her music like that so when you're able to affect even the people who don't really give a shit about you tells me it's probably worth checking out and I might check out the actual album I just I've never been a fan of of live albums I don't care if you're Beyonce if you're Michael Jackson, I don't care who the, who the fuck you are. I just don't like live albums. Mainly because the quality is usually crap. You can always hear fans screaming in the background. Um, it's usually horribly mixed and mastered. And it's usually always just an, a ploy for streams and money. And it's usually like label driven. Like it's it's never the the, the artist. Like I, I've never heard one artist say, hey, like I can't wait until you guys hear, hear my live album. Like never heard that from any artist walking this planet ever so it's usually a label thing so that's why I'm not in a rush to check out the actual Beyonce like live album but I will check out the Netflix documentary and who knows maybe we'll we'll, we'll talk about that next week on the show um, considering that it's so slow so slow but speaking of Coachella let's uh, move right along Kanye West had his Sunday service yesterday at Coachella and you know what guys let me tell you this Kanye West is bipolar I have borderline personality disorder similar like first cousins of each other but they're not exactly the, the same thing Kanye West has two complete different personality like he is two separate people living in in one person 
I just have extreme emotions that 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 come off as two distinct sides. So, for instance, like your brain has a what's called a rainbow of thoughts and emotions. My brain has black and white. See what I'm saying? So why so why borderline personality and bipolar are oftentimes similar and do have some of the same characteristic traits, you know, shared or do have shared characteristic traits, excuse me. They're not the same thing. But when you see Kanye West, I'm making a point here. When you when you see Kanye West at Coachella and he's immersed in so much of that good creative energy that you can tell he's he's in and not on Twitter bitching and making videos and when he's truly back in his creative zone you can tell he's still one of the top three just musical minds of this generation as far as hip-hop goes and 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 and, and I would dare you to put anyone on top of him as far as this generation I'm not talking about 90s I'm talking about from the time Kanye came out till now top three hip-hop mind and i would dare you to put any one of uh above him so when listening to the sunday service yesterday i was very intrigued by the 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 vibe of it and and the mood and um how they crafted it and how it wasn't necessarily on the big coachella stage and it was in a field and it felt like a family reunion and look i know kanye was just crazy and and you know some people can't separate the man from uh, from the artist, and I you know don't always like doing that with some people because they're shitty human beings. But I really feel like Kanye West when it comes to everything that happened with the MAGA shit and all of that. I really feel like he was having a mental breakdown. And when you're having a mental breakdown, dog, you're not anything like yourself. I've had a few myself, and this. And when I'm having a mental breakdown, I'm not the calm, cool, collected person that I usually am on this podcast every week. I'm frantic. I'm manic. I'm making bad choices. I'm I'm saying or doing things I wouldn't normally do, like like Kanye did when he went on that whole Trump rant. That that's how I know he was in the middle of a, of a severe mental breakdown. I, I I don't have to be there to understand it, but you can see how much he's grown just from that point. To where he is now, you can tell he is truly getting to a better place, and and, and I hope that Kanye continues to grow. Um, Sunday service is is, is is a much needed part of our culture. We had church at the biggest music festival in the world yesterday, and you know how the music industry feels about church and and things related to that. So I really, 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 really loved. Kanye West's Sunday service. Um, if you have not got a chance, make sure you, you guys go and check that out. It's pretty cool. At least I think so. But if you don't, I understand. Kanye is still a hot button issue in this culture, so you can't really make people go go and check it out. I just think it'd be worth checking it out. But what do I know? And last, be, 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 before we get into the full solo 91 mixtape review. Nicki Minaj has parted ways with her manager. Now, this has been coming for a while. Apparently, to people in the industry, this has been rumbling for a while. A lot of people saw it coming. But, but, 
reason why we're talking about this is because it seems as, as, as though Nikki finally understands what, what we all have been saying. When you change managers in, in, in the fashion that she did it, and not just change managers, this is someone who has been fundamental in the success of Young Money, in the success of Cash Money, in the success of, of, um, of early Drake and Nikki. So to, 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 to see her change managers after so, so many years with this person, it lets me know that she understands that she's, she's got to, she, she, she's got to make or break time in her career. Nikki, Nikki will always have a body of work that, that allows her to tour and have a solid fan base, but Nikki's not the top female rapper anymore. No one really checks for Nicki Minaj music like that anymore. If she didn't have a big mouth and queen radio, I wouldn't hear about Nicki Minaj half the time. Let's call a spade a spade. People love Cardi. They love City Girls. They love, you know, Dream Doll and Meg The Stallion and all the little Nicki clones, as I call them. But, 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 but they no longer really check for Nicki. And I feel like she does a lot now to try to stay relevant and, and you know, and, you know, keep people listening. But a, a, to, to change a manager you've had pretty much your entire career is ridiculous. It means that you've definitely, you, it, it is that you definitely know you have some shit that you have to work out and, and, and some things that, that have to change. And I hope that going forward, this ends up being what Nicki Minaj needed for. Uh, I I hope going forward that 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 this is what Nicki Minaj needs to to kind of get back into the overall good graces of music fans. I'm not saying that that she doesn't always have fans, but people aren't always like accepting of Nikki right 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 now and now what you all tuned in for solo 91 love me now not letters dive right into it first off solo hails from the greater Atlanta area I've known this guy since I was about 19 I believe I actually believe I met solo while he was high as fuck in the cafeteria, well, this is when we were in college, and yeah, this is like before I even started smoking weed, which is funny because I smoke a lot of weed with Solo after that. But yeah, met Solo in college. Um, this is a guy who's always been a huge hip hop fan, always been big into to '90s hip hop, huge, huge Tupac fan. And and, and if you turn on this project. Um, you'll 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 hear the 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 influences. You know, I was just telling Solo himself this morning that one of the things that I love about him is that he takes a familiar story and puts his own little twist on it, and 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 that's fine. I always tell artists that you don't have to be the super outlandish, different person. You you have to be be good at what you do. As someone always tells me. There are twenty-five thousand different kinds of breads that that are generally all made by the same different bread company or or companies. 
but they all still make money because they might all sell the same thing, but they sell it well. Solo, when you turn on his his music, you know, you know, it's 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 not going to to be ear splittingly different like a XXX10 Natasha Yon was, but what it is, it is him. What it is, excuse me, it is him taking his street experience and his trap ex experience, mixing it with the bars, and you get kind of a weird mix of lyricism and street and hip hop and trap. Like, like, like I don't even know where to even put solo. So 12 songs at 42 minutes technically makes this an album, but be but because he really doesn't have anything else out, I would still con con consider this like a debut uh, EP or an, or um, or mixtape. the The lines of mixtape and album are so blurred right now that no one knows. I'm actually mad he 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 didn't put no Z's on this project, which was actually one one, one of my favorite solo songs but a few things i want to let you guys know about love me now not later is that it's versatility if you play this project from 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 start to finish you will not hear more than two songs that that sound the same like from start to finish you could play this project and you can hear someone put a lot of time a lot of effort and a lot of uh, originality in, um, into this story. He's honest. He's real. It's hip hop. It's kind of like listening to a baby Nipsey Hussle or like a baby Snoop Dogg or someone like that. Um, you can tell, like, like knows what they're doing. Um, and it's not all just just like the turn up music. Like Solo's got a lot of different styles on on, on here. He has slow music. He he has upbeat music um one of my favorite songs outside of the one you heard this 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 morning is called odd one where basically he just talks about growing up being the the odd one in your family and your friends and, and i relate to that and and i relate to i relate to that so much and so many other people relate to that because so many of us have been the odd ones in our friends and our family and, and people don't get get how we are so i salute solo for putting together songs like like that or like meant to be which is a banger like meant to to be i'm telling you guys you have to go and listen to that song i'm not even gonna play a clip of it because i want to respect solo's work but meant to be is an absolute banger and it's one of those songs that could literally change this guy's life if if he puts the right money and time and marketing into it it's a it's a great song so you hear songs like "Meant to Be," which 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 talks about how things in life are never picked for you. They're they're meant to be. You think you're making choices, but but in actuality, everything's been chosen for you, and you're just walking the path that was chosen for you. I love stuff like that. We 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 live in an era of hip hop that is so much of the same shit over and over and over and over again so when i turn on products like love me now not later and and and, and i'm reminded of of originality and, and people's voices that 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 don't all sound the same and just 
dope boys who actually have lyricism and bars and 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 a story to tell i am gra- i am gripped by people like that and like i also told solo literally told told solo this myself i hear a lot of projects with auto tune i hear a lot of rappers use it most of it i can't stand it it makes my ears bleed when 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 you're a blogger you get sent so much music you get sent so many people who want your time and your effort and listen to this, listen to and so sometimes i get very uh, uh, annoyed by autotune because i hear it so much solos happens to be one of those rare people that i never ever care to necessarily stop using autotune like he could he has a, a amazing voice, and and that's one thing that you can't teach. So you can teach someone how to rap. You, you can teach them um, how to ma, ma, manipulate the industry in a way so that you can make it and make your numbers look real and all that. What you can't teach, though, you cannot teach someone's voice being likable being being able to listen to his voice you can't teach someone how to do that and that's why i say from the start to uh to the finish i i would solidly give this 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 project four stars and and as a new project i i i generally or a new artist putting out their first project i generally don't give people more than like three and a half but i gave solo a four because it's mixed and it's mastered well um it's like a dope boy story but it's mixed with 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 with, 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 with like a nerdy vibe to it because solo definitely doesn't come off as like your your like your typical i guess person who who raps about street things solo He's he's he sounds different. He he mixes in like trap and and his '90s hip hop influence and, and and his nerdy side and everything that he loves. So to review, what I want you guys to 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 to, to know about solo about solo. If if you like the street message taken and crafted into art if you like people who 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 might talk about trap things but take it and actually make it what what's supposed to 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 be they take it and craft stories around it and teach people how to grow and you know and make fun loving music if you like songs that you can turn up to songs that you can smoke to a a song that makes you think this is one of those projects that you're going to want to listen to before this this guy blows up like you're, you're like you're gonna want to hear this project and be like oh yeah i remember hearing this way back when solo was just starting so thank you to the entire solo team for allowing me to do this breakdown um if you would like to follow solo on the social medias let me pull it up real quick you can follow him on instagram at at solo that's all one word s o l o w 
1202 once again on Twitter that is solo s o l o 1 my bad excuse me I'm doing horrible this morning s l l s o l o w 1212 once again that's s o l o w 1212 right also make sure you go follow him on the on the YouTube that's also solo 91 I believe and just on on all streaming platforms solo 91 make sure y'all go rock that support that do what you got to do I am Operator 16 this is my podcast where we sit down and talk about everything in my awkward little world and because I forgot to say it this episode you know what I gotta say before we get out of here mental health is wealth guys please take care of yourself Take care of your mind, your body, your spirit. I love you all. I'll be back next week. Peace.